Welcome to Investors Insight, where today's topic is murky market outlook. Uh, I'm going to talk about housing. Ty's going to talk about debt levels. But first, Trey, something unique happened in the, in the first quarter of this year. We saw stocks and bonds down. Uh, very unique situation. Uh, but I'll, Trey, talk about the significance of that and what history says about uh, the quarter following that. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Bobby. Yeah, so first quarter, as everyone knows, was a very rocky quarter for, for the stock market. That, that hits a lot of public air. We see that on, on the front page of the newspaper. But what wasn't necessarily covered was it was also a very struggling quarter for the bond market. When stocks and bonds are down together, that's something that's very rare. Of the 185 quarters that we've had since 1976, that has only happened 19 times. And so, yes, having a, having a down quarter for stocks and bonds, rarity. So what, what does that mean going forward? What that means going forward is that, is that there has only been four instances where we've had two back-to-back quarters of negative bond, negative stock. So very likely to see a recovery from this point. And, and, and returns going forward 12 months are very positive. So likely, unless we dip into a recession, three of the four instances where we had negative returns for stocks and bonds for back-to-back quarter also went with a recession. So as long as we can avoid a recession, which means we're in a recession right now, then likelihood we'll see higher prices going forward. We may we likely hit the bottom here. Yeah, so watching carefully here, and as rates have been spiking in the past couple of weeks, we've been getting a lot of questions about the housing market and the impact that rising rates will have. And so I want to cover that. As you can see in this chart, mortgage rates have risen significantly over the past few weeks. And even though the average 30-year fixed rate is close to 5% today, which is actually up from 3.5% just a few months ago, you know, in our view, rising mortgage rates alone will not crush the housing market, uh, but they will definitely slow down the irrational exuberance around sky-high home prices, and especially in some locations. And, and, and look, a 150 basis point rise in mortgage rates is probably not enough to cause demand destruction. And as you can see in this chart, one reason for that is the wave of millennials coming into peak buying age will continue supporting the housing market. Even though mortgage rates and home prices are rising at extraordinary pace. Also, years of underbuilding are suppressing housing inventory. And we believe that inventory will remain low for some time. In fact, housing inventory is at all-time lows across the country right now. So we'll continue to keep everyone updated on housing as housing continues to be a very hot topic. Um, Next, Ty, talk about the corporate debt levels and balance sheets. Yeah. So um, on debt levels, we saw companies start issuing a lot of debt around the the height of the pandemic. Interest rates were very low, uh, practically nothing. And companies, as a result, have a lot of cash on hand. So that's the good news. Um, The bad news is inflation is not only bothering us as the consumer, it's also affecting the company as a whole. So companies are expected to have sales growth around 10%. However, uh, the earnings growth, if you take out energy, uh, is just a measly less than 1%. So it's going to be uh, interesting to see as rates rise, if companies still continue to issue debt with the low earnings coming in, but this time it's going to be at much higher rates. Yeah, and then Adam, talk about technicals. We continue to see, uh, you know, some volatility in the market. Talk about the update technicals after last week. Appreciate it, Bobby. We saw the S&P come in a little bit down for the week last Friday, closing at 4,488. Give us a new short-term resistance level of 4,530 with a new support level of 4,450. Also, we wanted to look a little bit more long-term in terms of technical analysis this week, give our 200-day moving average for the S&P 500. It's currently at 4,492. So if you notice, 
Friday's close came in very close to that. So it's going to be important to see, are we creating a new floor or ceiling for the markets? It's going to be important to look at going into the summer months. Yeah, thanks, Adam. So in, in summary, it's going to be murky. Uh, as we review reports, economic reports come out, questions about what the Fed's going to do. It's going to be murky for the next couple of weeks. So we'll make sure to keep everyone updated. If you have any questions about anything you see in the market, please reach out to us, call us, email us. We love to talk to you. Uh, have a great week. We'll talk to you next Monday. Thanks. Mm-hmm.